Welcome to another episode of Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is I.K. Grande. Uh, I am your host, and if you've watched porn in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped you get off. Uh, today, I have a very, very special guest. Um, I am actually shooting a scene with him in, what, about <laughs> a couple, hour. yeah, about half an hour <laughs> or so. Uh, Ari Coyote? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, please welcome Ari Coyote. How are you? Well, I'm great. I'm wonderful. I've been speed walking all through New York. Yeah. <laughs> so you just got here. Yeah. Okay. How is your How is your visit so far? Oh, it's been great. I've had a lot of yeah. It's been wonderful actually. Um, the last time I was here was the first time I was here since being like a kid. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and you're still a kid. <laughs> well, I mean, being like a young like 22, minor. 21. I'm 23. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm still very young. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But uh, it's my first. It's my second time now being here since I was like a child. Okay. Um, and the first time I came here to work, it was kind of like you know, will I will I get work? Like, yeah. How will this go? I was just like a little bit nervous about it because I mean, it can be hefty to spend money on a hotel yeah. and a yeah. flight, you know, and just kind of like blindly go in. And it went really great. The city's been really, really lovely to me. Where are you visiting from? Atlanta. Okay. So born and raised in Atlanta? Born and raised in Georgia. Okay. Whole life. Got to get out someday. (laughs) What was it like growing up in Atlanta? Oh. Well, for the people who who are from Atlanta, um, I was from outside the perimeter because that's our big, like, in-city, out-city differentiation. Um, but I grew up kind of in the suburbs and I actually moved around about every two years as a kid, um, but only to like different school districts mm-hmm. in the suburbs of Atlanta. But it was, it was good. It was fine. Yeah. You know what? Childhood is childhood. Yeah. It's good. It's bad. It's mixed. <laughs> Everyone has a little bit of everything. Being queer right. kids, you know. What was it like being queer kid in uh, the outskirts of Atlanta? Oh, the outskirts of Atlanta. Sounds so. Well, I know it, it sounds so dirty, but it's not because it's like, because it is, it's technically the border of Atlanta. Let's yes. Say, right? Yeah, no, it really is. It's yeah. For anyone who's outside of Atlanta, it seems like it's pretty much all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but it was, it was okay. It was really not bad. Um, I mean, I really didn't, golly. I mean, I came out multiple times. Um, I joke with everyone that I came out as like every sexuality of every gender, maybe not actually come (laughs) out, but at least wondered and had the quandary of Mm. it for a while because it took me ages to figure out stuff. Um, but I didn't actually come out to anyone at all, or even really truly figured out myself that I was trans until I was like 14. Mm -hmm. So up until then was very, you know, casual so you are trans yes um ftm mm-hmm. right is that the because mm-hmm. yeah you, uh the listeners who will probably get uh, a little bit of ed- education here as well yeah. um when it comes to how to how to use terms because i think i caught on to it rather quickly but i've i've had multiple people like use the wrong pronouns and stuff like that and just it, it takes a minute to get there however Absolutely. You well, have none to get of us there. are born with the education. Okay. Yeah. None of us are popped out with it, and that's okay. Um, no, yeah, I'm uh, female to male, trans. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, which really does confuse people. I mean, I get Twitter comments and stuff asking if I was, I, I like removed my penis. Mm. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure there are people who do that, mm-hmm. but for that to be your first guess is kind of surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really interesting, but uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Coming into porn. Did you do escorting before or 
It was almost entirely simultaneous. Okay. Like, so I started at 18 doing like small scale, like cam work. Okay. Very half-assed. Um, cause I mean, I, for some, I don't know. I was just like born a hoe. I don't know. <laughs> um, being like a teenager, I just always had this fantasy of mm-hmm. doing porn. I don't know. I mean, I, I say I jokingly was born a hoe, but I really have always been like a very sexual person. Mm-hmm. Um, and always been like intrigued and curious and I've always like really enjoyed learning about it. Like even on an academic level, like in a very serious way, I really mm-hmm. just sexuality is just yeah. the coolest part of it humanity is. to me. Um, uh, but I started at 18 doing some like small scale, small scale cam work. Cause I, I just really wanted to, um, but I was 18 and I was terrified of like taxes and mm-hmm. parents and you know, what have you. But I kind of half on, you know, on and off did that for, a while got out of it entirely. And then, um, I moved to Atlanta when I was 18 and from Athens, um, not crazy far away. Um, but I decided I kind of wanted to get into escorting and see how it was. I was not sure if I could, and I'd always kind of wanted to do porn, Mm -hmm. but tons of people want to do porn. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, everyone and their mom wants to do porn and 99% of us never actually get to do it. So it was just kind of like one of those things that I was like, that'd be cool. But I kind of didn't expect anything out of it. It's funny you say that. Cause I always wanted to shoot porn. I didn't actually want to be, it. yeah, I didn't actually have to be in front of the camera, but I always wanted to like, I remember even putting up an ad on Craigslist and, when, and like when I was like, I don't know, 25, 26 being like, I'll record you guys having sex and you can keep the tapes. I just wanted to do it. And then like a year later I was working, uh, in a porn studio. That's awesome. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why but, do you think that is? To turn this back on you, I'm curious. I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, you're the first person to do that. Thank you. Um, maybe it's, I'm going to say part of like the fetishy, like watching kind of thing. Yeah. But I've been watching porn since probably seven or eight. Yeah. And that's because I stumbled upon them, uh, in my father's stash with my friend who was older. And, but the idea of watching was always interesting to me. Not like I sit in a corner and jerk off while people are having sex, but yeah, totally. <laughs> but I pick up, I pick up a camera and I'm you know uh, watching people have sex or recording it and making yeah. sure I kind of uh, give it the best visual for people that are going to watch it later. Totally. So there's something interesting about that. Well, um, all porn is better when it is filmed by a person. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, right. instead of like, cause I do like, like just camera. for fans mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and a lot of times I do do the, you know, we mm-hmm. do the like stationary camera in the room or in the corner or something. And that's fine and dandy, but it is always better to have someone who, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's the personal view that is yeah. someone watching yeah. and saying, this looks good. I'm mm-hmm. going to shoot it from here. Oh, I'm going to get, you know, and that's always better. So how did you come up with your name? Oh God, <laughs> I have such a conflict over <laughs> my name. Um, when I was transitioning um my mom helped me pick my name my legal name mm-hmm. but i really loved the name ari i have an inkling of a fe- i don't really know but i have an inkling of a feeling it's because i've been listening to npr since i was like okay. in the womb and i have a big old crush on ari shapiro maybe okay. that's why i'm not saying that's why but maybe but i really just really have always loved the name mm-hmm. in all sincerity and i just just digged it and um my mom just was like, no, I don't think that's what we should go with, you know, like forever. And I was like, well, okay, I'll use that. The coyote thing. Well, it's coyote with a K mm-hmm. because I got locked out of my first Gmail account where it was with a C. Okay. Which is so the ch- 
stupidest thing <laughs> I have ever like. And now I'm it's it. I'm stuck with it. It's I like just it here. I now. think it's it flows well. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It, it was basically just like an 18 year old oops name. Um, that now I is just mine. It just. I, it's kind of the same as like, you know, the name you're born with, like, yeah. it just is what it is, yeah. you know? What are you going to do? What are you going to do yeah. about it? Like, uh, and yeah, what am I going to do? What, um, you mentioned your mom helped you pick your, your, um, your name. Yeah. So your mom was there through the whole process. Really cool. Really. Yeah. Yeah. My That's mom awesome. and I are like best friends. That's awesome. Like we're, we're very close. She doesn't necessarily know everything I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but she knows. She knows about the it. escorting? No, no, that's actually the portion that we do not share. Okay. Uh, she knows I film though. Mm -hmm. Um, and reluctantly, uh, I'll say in in air quotes, uh, trust me to make my own decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, not happy about it, but reluctantly says, you know, I respect your choices. Mm -hmm. I trust you to make wise ones. It is. I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky. My mom is absolutely my best friend and pretty much everything else outside of what I think would unduly concern her. Mm Um, outside of what I know, I trust myself to make the decisions, but she doesn't need to know lest she fear too much for my safety, you know, or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. Just not being a part of it. Everything else she knows. We are very close. She's wonderful. She went with me for my surgery. We spent a whole week in a Airbnb, like watching Dexter. And it's like, oh, you know, surgery turned into like a great bonding time. I don't know. That's nice. Yeah. So you, uh, you do a lot of, uh, just your fans videos and only fans videos, right? Or is it? One or the other? Or? I used to do OnlyFans, and now I only do Just for Fans. Okay. Used to do Just for Fans only. Do, okay. So now um, you want to get into more studios, though? Yes, absolutely. Okay. No, I love... Yeah. I love Are you uh, a, a connoisseur of porn? Um, no. I, I really like it. But I really only started actually keeping track of everything and like registering names of studios mm-hmm. and names of like performers and stuff when I started performing myself. Okay. Um, I was definitely like a bad porn consumer before <laughs> I actually was like, wait, now this is my livelihood. So you should consume porn thoughtfully and better than this. Um, so no, I, I'm, I'm just. I don't know. I try. Yeah. I try my best. Well, I, uh, the reason I say that is I was going to ask if you have at this point a favorite top. Oh my God. Ugh. Either one that you've oh. worked with already or one that you're like, you know what? I kind of want to work with this person. Oh my God. I have so many people that I have just like <laughs> obnoxious crushes on, like just stupid. And honestly, one of them is who I'm shooting with later. Awesome. Like I've had a, such was, a yeah, yeah. He's, he's I a wasn't sure. No, he's been on. He's a great guy. I love working with I him. I have one. He's gorgeous mm-hmm. and he is just really nice. Yeah. But everyone who has ever brought him up in conversation like other performers who have worked with him Mm -hmm. has always only said exclusively that he is just kind and lovely Mm -hmm. and wonderful to work with. And it's just, you know, I mean, how do you not love someone who's gorgeous Yeah, and also a a genuinely lovely person? So he actually, before this, I had a stomach bug on Tuesday and that's why I think I told you I couldn't, I didn't get the call sheets out on Wednesday morning. And he was like, do you want me to bring you some soup? 
And I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. He's like, listen, I've known you for a year. If you want soup, I'll bring it. I was like, I absolutely appreciate that. <laughs> oh, so but lovely. don't worry. I, and that's one of the nicest things yeah. that a, a model's ever said to me was, do you want some soup? That's <laughs> You're feeling it. bad. I'd like to. Yeah, yeah you can so appreciate lovely. that. So yes, he's, he's a, an absolute sweetheart when it comes to yeah. like person and working together. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's wonderful. What about, I mean, uh, that just makes my day. What about, um, so then who would you want to work with outside of um, Atlas that we're working oh with? Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> um, this is very fresh in my mind because I was just scrolling through Twitter earlier, and I just saw him, and I'm like, God, you're just so handsome. But Dale Savage is okay. just – I also yeah. just have a thing for silver, hairy okay. daddies. It's just like if you're muscular and you're hairy mm. and you're just thick, I just – I'm gone. I'm done. I'm a happy camper. <laughs> there is, uh, I'm actually supposed to work with Jake Morgan in two weeks. I don't know if you know him. I'll send you a picture. Uh, kind of wish he was here. I could have thrown him in this and had a three way. It would have been awesome. Um, <laughs> next time. Yeah. Next time. Next time. <laughs> I'll come back. Don't you? That'd worry. be awesome. Okay. <laughs> You've worked with, uh, jock pussy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. What was that experience like? That was wonderful. Actually. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I've done, I don't know how many scenes for them, but it's been quite several. And I've always had historically a great experience. Um, I mean, Jason found me on rent men Mm -hmm. and like gave me my first shoot with Luke Hudson. And I mean, it just was an easy fell swoop into just like shooting for them all Mm -hmm. the time. And it was really easy, always super functional and easy, just wonderful. Yeah. Have you met a lot of uh, porn personalities so far or uh, dipping your toes in? Here yeah, I've met a good few, not by any means. I would say, you know, I have so many, I have several friends um, who work in many more studios. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like compared to so many of the folks I know who work in more studios and also live in bigger cities like New York and LA and San Francisco and stuff like that know so many more. So Mm -hmm. I feel silly saying it, but I've met a fair few that have always just treated me lovely and it's been wonderful. Cool. Now, um, we spoke about this off camera a little bit before, but, uh, I would like to get your take on, um, well, first let me, let me preface that with, um, this is going to be the second FTM scene that I've done. Mm -hmm. Uh, first was Seth Knight and Sid, uh, who is now, I think, retired. But uh, it went up on Rafa Club. I think it was one of the first studios to have uh, FTM scene. That was like not specifically an FTM website. And the, the customers and the fans went nuts, either be it good or bad. Mm. Um, the last time I checked on the site, it was... It had the most thumbs up, but also the most thumbs down. <laughs> so it was a very, it was a very polarizing scene. I, I can see how people are, are, um, kind of like they don't, they don't know what to, what, what to think. Yeah. So I'm curious. What's your, what's your take? God. And I think that, well, and, and I don't want this to be misconstrued as an introduction in a, in a, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. But I think that the gay community has had such a historical issue with femininity in general mm-hmm. that I think there's so much that stems out of that. And the whole concept of like being a gold star gay, like trans dudes just wreck that, mm-hmm. you know, 
the concept that you can be with a man and like touch a vagina or be gay. I mean, and touch a vagina yeah. is just like unthinkable to a lot of gay men. Like mm-hmm. they just think like, no, I may have been born out of one. And that'll be the last time mm-hmm. I look at one, touch one. They're scary. They have teeth inside. Like I do not understand. <laughs> um, and I've had guys joke with me about that. Like, no, I really don't know. Like, I don't know. Does that have te- I'm like, God, Does God. We're, are you 14? Mind like, you, they'll call stuff like, oh, fuck my pussy. And, uh, <laughs> don't even get me. Okay, I've actually, that's probably the most, the, I try to be very um, casual in my public sphere. I do not like causing, I do, I'm do. i not a wave. Mm. Per, I don't like, you know, stirring the, rocking the boat. I'm trying yeah. to mix every <laughs> metaphor all at the same time right now. Um, but I posted something a while back and I was like, guys, stop calling your asshole your pussy. Yeah. Stop it. As someone who has a pussy, <laughs> no, you, it's not your pussy. It's yeah. your asshole. Um, and I really genuinely don't actually care that much. But there is something silly and frustrating about men who will get really uptight about mm-hmm. the idea of a vagina being in a gay male space. Mm-hmm. But then call their asshole their pussy. And yeah. Like, Fuck my pussy, you know, and all this. It's, there's something like, yeah. that's problematic. Same thing as I mentioned before, in the sense of, for a group that's been excluded from so many things, mm-hmm. to be included and then eventually exclude another group is yeah. just, I, I don't get it. I don't <sighs> understand. And I think it might take a little time, but. I, mean, I, I see it getting so much better for trans yeah. men. I see it going so well. Um, and like, I have gotten so much positivity from the gay world. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think such a huge part of that comes from a complicated part of it, which is that I kind of like won the lottery in terms of transitioning. Like, no one thinks that I'm trans unless they've seen my porn or I tell them. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a very easy in for me that I, you know, quote unquote pass, which is a problematic mm-hmm. thing. That's a whole nother discussion in of itself. <laughs> um, but I mean, I have a wonderful time in the gay community. Largely. I go out to clubs. I have a wonderful time. Dudes stick their hands in my pants and I'm just like, just, you know, trying to give you a heads up before you yeah. do that. Like you're more than welcome to, but I don't know if you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Um, I lost my point because I get off on tangents. Well, how do you feel about that? <laughs> like, so you said that happens, right? You walk into a bar and some people be like, hot yeah, I mean, and- you know, you're dancing in a gay club or something and, yeah. and every, it's just a hypersexual mm. space. And I love that. Like I am super down, but I will like, I'll go to clubs and I will very distinctly like, I try and talk to people first if it's going to happen, but if we're just dancing and you do it, that's on you. Like you shoved your hands in your pants. I didn't Mm -hmm. ask you to, so that's not on me to explain this to you. But if I will generally, if I like meet people first, I am very, very quick to say, by the way, I'm trans because I don't want any nonsense. I don't want you to be scared. I don't want you to Mm -hmm. be startled. And usually I am horny and usually I am on a mission, you know, of some sort. And I, if you're not into it, that is fine by me. Well, with that being said, have you introduced yourself to like a straight guy and him being like, wow, that's hot. Like you, a straight fucking, guy? like, yeah, you blow his mind. Has that happened yet? I really don't tell straight men. Well, I mean like they're in a group, all. let's say. Okay. Right? Um, 
Or have any straight oh, friends been like, uh, so, no. hey, what's going on? All my straight yeah? guy friends um, are painfully straight. To the point that just the fact that I have incredibly hairy legs, they're just like, yeah. Really? I I have one straight friend. And there's, uh, I'll tell him I did this. And if you listen to it, it'd be absolutely <laughs> hilarious. But I love him to death. I've known him for like seven years now. He is so handsome painfully heterosexual i in like as soon as i met him i met him when i was 16 because i started college really young mm-hmm. um and i immediately had like such a crush on him since i know him too well as a person to want to date him but i would still bang him in a heartbeat mm. but he he just he's one of those straight guys that's like i just do not like body hair like you know different strokes of different folks but not my flavor mm. and i'm like man this could be a starter package for you, but <laughs> I recognize that there are other inalienable issues that you're just not going to be able to. Yeah. Um, no, it tickles me pink. Um, but now straight men generally, I get the, I had no idea. Oh my God. And it like explodes their brain. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. I mean, I don't think I've ever even like fucked around with a, with a straight guy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what about girls? I've had clients that are straight, straight. I don't know. It's complicated. What is sexuality anyway? Um, no, I've definitely slept with women. Uh, God, I label myself as gay because that's easiest Mm -hmm. and it is the most practically accurate. I very much am mostly attracted to masculine people Mm -hmm. and I love dick, but I'm, I'm flexible and I sometimes meet people who are really feminine, mm-hmm. sometimes trans women, sometimes cis women who are just like really gorgeous and attractive to me. And I'm not, I'm not hung up on anything to not pursue someone just mm-hmm. based off of like my prevailing preferences. Um, and, and I love that. It's just definitely a minority experience. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not frequent at all. I'm, I don't know. I don't have, I'll sleep with women and it's really fun, but it's just not the same amount of like passion Mm -hmm. and like losing myself in the experiences I have with men that I just like really can just like, I really enjoy this and like, just let myself go and just like, really, I don't know. It's just always more, maybe it's cause I just do it less. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't even thought about this enough <laughs> to really like have succinct thoughts about it. Yeah, no, well, it's but. it's the questions that just you know, um, I'd I'd like to ask you know because yeah. it's 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 going through my head now as well. Um, if you if like when people start seeing you more now because you are absolutely adorable, I think that you are gonna you're gonna you're gonna do well. Thanks. As well as you want to. Especially if you want to be in studios, if you want to do that, you're going to have, you're going to have good success. I think, um, what is one thing that you would want people that don't know you to like, to know about you? It doesn't have to be anything from your, you know, outside life or anything, but just something about you. I think I get asked a lot, like why I do this. And, and I think it is kind of a complicated, I think so many different people do it and everyone, who I tell always asks me, and do you like it? Like, do you like it? Cause I think the prevailing assumption is that people who do porn are stuck. They don't have anything else they can do. They're doing it be- for some like 
weirdly sad reason mm-hmm. um, that I find really problematic for consumers of porn to mm-hmm. get off to something that they then believe the people are unhappy doing. Yeah. Um, which, first of all, is just <laughs> fucked up. Um, but I think it would be that um, I, I don't know, I really love what I do. And I do it not because I'm just like this hypersexual horny person, but because... And this goes for clients and filming. There is something that really makes me happy and really fulfills me about being able to get to know people mm-hmm. in a deeper way than I feel like we necessarily allow ourselves to share with people on a normal day in a normal platonic situation. Mm-hmm. There's just, I really thrive I would say much less on sex and much more on like intimacy and getting to know people. And, and it's just wonderful. And I mean, there's something about sexuality that is so much more deep mm-hmm. and it cannot be by all means. Yeah. And it doesn't have to like make all sexual interactions with me like loaded, but it's just a very fulfilling experience. Um, which is also to say, you know, don't DM my Twitter saying like, how am I going to get that puss? Yeah. Because you know, like, it's not really That's what not I do. do. Yeah, exactly. you know? it's not, I wanna... not this way. <laughs> not that. No, absolutely. It's, oh, really funny. Yeah. it's been a pleasure. Um, it's been lovely. I would have you on again in a heartbeat. Uh, I think there's absolutely so much more that we can talk about. I would love uh, to. And it's our first time meeting too. Yeah. That's the, You're the second person I've met that um, or that I've, I've had on the podcast that I didn't have a relationship with already, like a working mm-hmm. relationship. So it's really cool. Um, and I think that it, it worked well. I, I, you're very easy to talk to. So that's oh, always thank fun. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. You are as well. I thank really you. enjoy stuff like this. Yeah. This great. Yeah, I love it's these be a lot kinds fun. of conversations. So. I think that, uh, our listeners will, will love it. <sighs> I yeah. hope so. Yeah. So, um, Different for me. yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, Ari Coyote, Ari Coyote or Coyote. Which one do you? Goes either way. Either way, whatever works. Ari Coyote. <laughs> Look out for him. He's going to be all over the place. Um, again, guys, you've been listening to Demystifying Gay Porn. I am your host, IK Grande. Uh, if you like the podcast, please subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Buzzsprout, uh, YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. Follow Ari on Twitter and on Just for Fans. Mm-hmm. Follow Ari on Just for Fans. And um, remember, if you've watched gay porn in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped you get off. Cheers.